I'm your host, Fraser Bailey, and welcome to the VegUp Podcast, where we talk mindset, psychology, plant-based nutrition, lifestyle, and big dreams. So if you want to get your head in the game, level up, and become the best version of you, listen in. Let's go. Where to begin when you are new to veganism and or you are already vegan but you just feel lost and you need some direction. Guys, good morning. What's going on? So I figured this would be a relevant topic for many people right now because if you are listening to this at the moment, we are still in, I guess, uncertain times with the coronavirus challenges that we all collectively face. And I know that there are a lot of people out there who are looking for ways to feel better and just get their life back on track. Whether you are completely new to veganism or you've you've been doing this and you just felt like you've just been slipping away, like you haven't been eating as well as you would like, you haven't been doing some of the things that you know are going to serve you and get you ahead and give you the type of life that you want. And so this episode is all around what to do when you need to just get back in the game, whether you're new to this or not. And the fundamental things that I focus on with myself and with our students, and I'll be the first to tell you that it's been a couple of weeks since I've done an episode, mainly just because we've been so busy creating our new up-and-coming signature uh, course that I'm really excited about. And it's taken a long time to, to create this. And it's, it's just so unique. It's all around biofeedback and tying biofeedback into helping people create a unique nutritional system and training system for them based on their biofeedback. So how does your digestion respond? What is your sleep patterns like hunger, cravings, recovery, mood, mental clarity, any energy levels, you name it, all of that stuff. And so it's really cool. And then obviously also we are young parents and our daughter Zia is almost two years old and she's been having quite a lot of meltdowns <laughs> this past few weeks. I think it's just that stage in her life. You know, I guess any of the parents out there can relate in, in many ways that we go through these different challenges and just dealing with that and having to navigate everything. Sometimes you just have to prioritize your energy into certain channels and areas to get things done. And it doesn't mean that you completely step away from you know other things that you want to do, like this podcast, for example, but it just means for those short-term periods of time, I had to focus on other things. And so I am here, and let's dive into this because I feel like so many people out there they're often looking for special little hacks and tricks and tips and stuff because that's what interests people. Mark Online marketers recognize that they're going to capture your attention by trying to like hook you on little gimmicks and things. Often, little gimmicks, supplements, little tricks and tips, they don't really actually give you much of a result at all. If you're already dialed in and you're already doing all the other things well, then yes, little tricks and tips and hacks will give you a little bit of an edge. It's kind of like if you're an Olympic level 100 meter sprinter, 
just changing out some of the cleats or the spikes on your shoes might give you like a 0.001 second of an edge, but that could be the difference between first and second. Whereas if you're just new to running, (laughs) you don't need to worry about any of those things. You just need to figure out proper biomechanics and how to move your body and get used to running. And so from that perspective, most people focus on the Olympic level stuff and they're total novices. And so what I call these ideas is low-hanging fruit protocols. So it's basically a few fundamental things that you can do pretty easily that will yield the biggest return on your effort and energy and get you the most efficient result possible. And so the reason why I suggest these is because it doesn't take a lot of work to implement them. And you don't really have to have a high level of skill to implement most of these things. And they will typically give you the best return on your efforts. And guys, that's what this is all about. This, it's not about complexity and it's not about doing all the things. Sometimes you need to remove a ton of things that you're doing and just focus on these fundamental things first. So let's dive in. So the first thing, and some of these things are going to be simple, guys, but you need the reminder. We all need the reminder. So the first thing is liquids. <laughs> what I mean by this is when you first get up, within the first 10 minutes of you waking up, drink about 32 ounces or about one liter of clean water. You don't obviously have to chug it all down straight away. I do. I just get it down. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get this down. I'm super dehydrated from being asleep all night. Some people might sip it over a 30-minute to one-hour period, but get it down within at least the first hour of you waking up, within the first 10 minutes, ideally. And so about one liter or 32 ounces of clean water. I actually brew this uh, product called Spring Dragon Longevity Tea, and I will add a serving of clean machine branch chain amino acids, so BCAAs. And I will put that in a 32-ounce mason jar the night before. And when I go out there in the morning and uh, I'm starting to get ready and let the dogs outside and things like that, I'll, I'll have that right on the bench for me waiting at room temperature and I'll drink that within the first five minutes. So you need to super hydrate. Part of the reason why you're getting hunger and cravings, you're feeling lethargic, you might be holding a ton of water retention and just looking puffy and your skin's dry and just things don't feel good is because you're chronically dehydrated. Most people are chronically dehydrated and that affects your mood, it affects your energy levels, it affects your concentration, your brain function. So if you want to perform at a higher level mentally and feel better, and just have a healthier system, super hydrate when you first get up in the morning. I cannot tell you enough how important that is. And, I, and it's not enough to just super hydrate with a big cup of coffee. Do this first. Do this before you do anything else. And then obviously, throughout the day between meals, it's important that you do this consistently. Because if you just super hydrate in the morning, but then you don't drink anything for the rest of the day, that's also not good. You're going to hit those energy dips later in the day, and that's not going to help you. So you need to prioritize hydration as cliche and overused as that sounds. I cannot tell you enough how important that is. So that's the first thing. The second thing is fruit between main meals as snacks. So about two to three servings 
of different colored fruits and different kinds of fruits as like a mid-morning or a mid-afternoon snack between your main meals. Most people, for one, they avoid fruit because they think it makes them fat. And this is not speaking to a lot of the vegans. A lot of the vegans already know this is not necessarily the case. A lot of people who may be a carb phobic or coming to veganism and are new to this, you freak out about carbohydrates. You think that any carbohydrates are going to make you fat. No food in and of itself is going to make you fat by itself. It is in context. So if you are eating fruit, but then you're eating bagels and donuts and pasta and guacamole and all other kinds of foods and you're consuming too many total calories, that's when you will start to store body fat. It's not one food in isolation. But again, obviously different foods play different roles chemically and hormonally in the body. So you want healthy foods like fruit. Yes, it's got carbohydrates. Yes, it has fructose, so fruit sugar. But it's got lots of good soluble fiber, tons of vitamins and minerals. These things actually help optimize your body's chemistry, your neuro, your neurotransmitters in your body, your hormone systems, your immune function. All of these things play into how healthy you are as a person and how well your body just responds to like working out and, and all sorts of things. And so what I suggest is doing about one serving, which is usually like about one cup of some kind of dark berry every day. So I do wild blueberries and you can do blackberries, raspberries, strawberries, whatever you want to do, or you can do a mix, mixture of all of those things, but about one serving of dark berries per day. And then I would also suggest maybe doing like an apple or a kiwi fruit and an orange and do those throughout the day. And you can eat seasonal, seasonally as well. So like Eating fruit seasonally is a good idea for reducing down the cost, and it's just healthy too. So get your fruit in between meals. And the reason why I say between meals is because often if you add fruit to main meals or too close to when you're eating like a protein source, it can create a fermentation in your digestive system, which can cause bloating and digestive problems. So a lot of people might do that, and they don't even know it. But two to three servings of fruit between your main meals. That is going to be the thing that gives you additional micronutrients, vitamins, and minerals that are required for you to be a better version of yourself. And it's not complicated. It doesn't take any meal prep to do this. The third thing is salad greens, mixed salad greens with lunch and dinner, no matter what your food choice. And so a lot of people, for example, are have this all or nothing mindset. They either think that if they don't eat beautifully, perfectly well, they will just eat pizzas. My message to you is that even if you have those days where you eat the pizza or you have things that you feel like are not in alignment with your goal and not part of your plan, add in about two fistfuls of mixed greens and colored vegetables as like a side salad. I cannot stress how much this just helps you mentally feel like you've done something productive and well in alignment and alongside this other meal that you might feel like didn't serve you as best as you could have. And also from a health perspective, the additional fiber and micronutrients from two big fistfuls of mixed greens, you could add in some chopped red pepper, some grated carrot. Even if you just did this, the mixed greens with a little bit of coconut aminos or uh, balsamic vinegar and you just did that, that in and of itself is progress 
that's going to help you. That additional fiber is going to control blood sugar more, which is going to prevent those energy dips and spikes where you feel like you're getting brain fog. It's just a better way to do things by adding things in alongside. You just need to make sure that you have these things at your disposal. So no matter what the food choices look like, if they're good, great. If they're not so good, add in two fists of mixed greens and bonus points if you add in different colored vegetables as a side salad to lunch and dinner. Point number four is nutrient rotation. Or if you're new to this, add things in, don't just remove stuff. So I'll quickly address the add things in, don't just remove stuff because I've talked about this before. But when you're new to this, don't just remove all the animal products from your diet and create these massive gaping voids in your meals because what do you, if you don't fill it with something new, you will probably default back to those old foods because you're like, this is boring. I'm not getting the nutrients that I need. I'm just going to go back to what I was doing, right? And so you need to focus on addition rather than just subtraction. My message here is add foods in to crowd out the old foods. So before you remove anything, start adding things in. Crowd out the old animal products out of your diet with new foods that you try and test and like. And I'm going to talk about those in a second. With people who are already doing this in some capacity, a little bit of nutrient rotation. And so what I mean by this is people can fall into the pattern of just eating tofu for every single meal. And look, there's nothing wrong with that. But what I would propose to you is if you want to get more of an edge in terms of your optimal health and energy levels and improved body composition and all these other things that we talk about so much, nutrient rotation, because what I mean by nutrient rotation is eating different foods, like not just eating the same thing over and over and over again, because you're going to be getting different vitamins and minerals with different types of foods. And so, for example, rotating your protein sources through lentils, black beans, chickpeas, tempeh, tofu, uh, different mung beans, different types of legumes, right? So rotating through those sources, different types of starchy carbohydrates, so different rice variations, different types of potato variations, other root vegetables, you know, pumpkin, butternut squash, carrots, ancient grains like farro, quinoa, couscous, buckwheat, millet, rotating your, uh, your fibrous vegetables, like your salad greens, your different colored vegetables, your peppers, your cabbages, your broccoli, your Brussels sprouts, your kale, your spinach, all of those things, rotating through those things ideally seasonally to keep the cost more effective. So nutrient rotation is what I do within a structure. So I have like my macro bowl style meals and then I'll rotate through lentils and then chickpeas for one meal and then another one I'll do tempeh and then for another one I'll do tofu. So I'm not changing up the recipes of my meals. I'm just changing up the protein and then I'll change the starchy carbohydrate. And that way it's simple and easy and I don't have to mess around with recipes too much, but I'm rotating through different types of nutrients to create varying nutrient profiles. I can't tell you enough how much this just helps with improved immune function, digestion, and energy levels. And I keep coming back to all the stuff around energy levels and brain function because guys, if you're not feeling good and your energy is low and you're getting brain fog, it's really hard to want to do anything else. It's really hard to want to be working out and being creative and breaking through barriers and doing all these things, right? So that's why I'm talking about this so much. 
Number five is bonus points on top of the nutrient rotation, and it's adding in a fermented food or a living food. What I mean by this is fermented foods typically within the vegan world look like either sauerkraut or kimchi or miso. And so you might add miso in as a condiment or most people are just going to keep it simple and add in some sauerkraut for the probiotic strains, which can help improve your digestive function. Now, some people will get additional bloating with that early on because if your digestive health is not good, you can notice that you will get additional, I guess, digestive responses. Now, if that's the case, leave out the fermented foods to start with. Allow your body to acclimatize or add in a little bit at a time. The other thing is living foods. So sprouts, microgreens. We add in broccoli sprouts with our lunch and dinner meals. We grow grow our own broccoli sprouts. And so living foods, they're so nutrient dense. Something like a, a, from memory, about 50 times more nutrients, gram per uh, gram per gram as broccoli sprouts are for like whole head of broccoli and so nutrient density here guys that's why living foods are so potent so sprouts kimchi sauerkraut the fermented foods those are going to be the bonus points on top of the nutrient rotation now if you're not there yet even with the nutrient rotation don't even worry about 0.5 but at least know that you can progress to that when you are ready number six is move daily ideally outside in fresh air and sun. I cannot stress how important this is, especially right now with these stay-at-home suggestions where a lot of people probably spend way too much time inside that you need to move your body. In order to move your physical state and in order to move your mental state, you need to move your physical body very often. What I've noticed is that sometimes I cannot think my way out of problems But if I move, I literally start to move my psychology out of that problem. And so even if it's just a morning walk or an evening walk every day outside in the fresh air, do that first. If you have to work out outside, do that. I will sometimes work out partly inside and outside depending on the equipment that I have. And then we'll also take walks every day. I make it part of the routine recognizing that this is fundamental in terms of brain chemistry, how you feel but also your blood glucose control, which is going to help with fat loss and all kinds of other things, way beyond what you think is capable, even just with a walk. And so move your body daily, ideally multiple times per day. I would suggest two to three times per day you get outside if you can and do something, even if it's just a short five-minute walk, do something, especially if it's sunny outside, to get the sunlight is so, so important. Number seven, the last one, is feed your mind. Morning podcasts or YouTube videos that fuel positive thought. Guys, I cannot, and I mean, I talk about this all the time. This is why partly this podcast exists. If you go back through a lot of these previous episodes, a lot of them are around mindset. They're not even just giving you, I guess, tangible nutritional things regarding veganism. A lot of it's to do with mindset. And the reason is because if your mind is not in a good place, you probably won't implement any of the things that I've said above. And so I want you to go back and listen to all these other episodes of the VegUp Podcast. I want you to go and find other podcasts and YouTube channels that give provide you inspiration and different ways of thinking that can shift the needle for you. I pre-select something the night before. So when I first get up in the morning, I don't even have to think. I just press play and I go. 
because sometimes I will wake up and I have a degree of anxiety about just about life, about challenges, about everything going on right now. And if I allow those thoughts to take hold, that typically shapes the course of my day. If I push in good, positive content that questions my current thinking patterns, that helps me interrupt that pattern and shift my state. And this is coming from a guy who was formerly diagnosed with bipolar disorder, severe social anxiety, ADHD, who had tons of mental health problems in his teens and early 20s. So I know the importance of this. This changed my life, along with all these other factors that I mentioned above. So guys, to round this off, remember, liquids, hydrate, two to three servings of fruit between meals, one or two big fists of salad greens with lunch and dinner, no matter what that meal looks like, nutrient rotation, just rotate your food a little bit, doesn't have to be complex, lentils one day, tofu the next. Add a fermented or living food if you have the mental capacity to do it. If you don't, don't worry about it. Move daily, ideally two to three times outside. Work out, walk, get out in the sun. Feed your mind with positive content. Stop consuming such negative content all the time, especially in the current climate we face right now. Positive content is currency. It's king. So guys, go out there today and use these processes. I use these processes with our high-level elite clients to start with, just to get them in the right frame of mind, to lay the right foundation to grow. None of this stuff has to be complicated. And these things that I mentioned will often yield the best return on your efforts. Don't worry about doing all the little complicated things. Get out of the weeds. Step back. Do these simple things today. Start with whatever you can. I promise you, if you are consistent with these things, it will start to change the course of your life today, my friend. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Veg Up Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes go live. Please leave us a review and share this on social media. Tag me. Let me know what helped you. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Let's get this information out to the world. Help me do that. And be sure to email us over at Fraser at evolvingalpha.com for coaching options and mentorship. Because if you want growth, it begins here, my friend.